human. Dude, we have also got... Jasmine has made cold brew coffee. Oh, Jesus Christ. And it is... I'm still white. Motor oil. Maybe I don't need it. Dude, you need to try it. Yeah, you should try it. It'll get you going. You also shit your pants. That's what I, I need do. that too, man. Yeah, so and I have a panic so attack. <laughs> While you're shitting your pants. Talk for me, Tober. <laughs> have a panic. <laughs> I've, I've had it before. <laughs> panic shits. <laughs> ah! 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 <laughs> Welcome to $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Varnum. Joining me today, as always, Cookie. Yes, sir. Toe Bear. Uh-huh. And Big Mike. I'm here. Uh, we are all here. This has been a long and arduous week. We had last week being a Tracy Smothers week. This week, we are talking about NFL, but there's been some other developments in the nation as we speak. This week was election week. Mike got to, to live tweet some of the election, and we'll talk about that later in the social media update. What have you guys been feeling this week? Are you guys exhausted as I am? Yes. Yes. 100%. Are, we, are, are you ex- as exhausted as John King is right now? Not a chance. Uh, I, so, like, I, I got the... I've, I've respected John King's game for a long time. Yeah. and But I'm not a big CNN guy, so I don't really watch it. Right. I've been watching the uh, the dude on NBC a lot. Who's like John King light? Yeah. I, I turned on CNN, was it, I think Wednesday night? Yeah. Thursday night, yeah. one of those? Dude, John King's a beast. And he was laying it down, too. He's like doing math on the yeah, board. He's doing math. And he's like, oh, by the way, everything he said is a lie. <laughs> you're like, wow, that's impressive. <laughs> it's like, no fucks John King. It was awesome. Cookie, how how have you been feeling about this week? You've been excited. So today, so full disclosure, this weekend is is Cookie Weekend here at the Varnum House in Sunset Park. (laughs) Cookie is spending the night. He, I get a text yesterday. I thought it was only tonight that he was spending the night, right? (laughs) Yeah. I get a text yesterday, and he's like, "What time should I come by?" So I give him a call. I'm like, "Cookie, tomorrow?" He's like, "No, man. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna head that way today." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well." Come by whenever. So, like, at 6 o'clock. And no, it was at 5 o'clock. Five. As soon like as I logged off my computer, I'm sitting here with Jasmine. We're talking. And I'm like, I'll give Cookie a call. He's like, yeah, man, I'm in the neighborhood. I'm just pulling <laughs> in right now. And he pulls in. So, Cookie has been my my uh, guest this weekend. Cookie, how's it been so far? Dude, the Varnum Inn is kind of cool, man. It looks amazing now. You got you got some new decorations in here. Yeah, the tables good, look yeah. nice. I like it, and I'm digging it. Uh, Cookie got to do the uh, smoking section out back on the deck last night. We yeah. sat out and talked while he smoked a J. Yeah. Delivered by the J Ferry. What happened with that? He was a little late. Yeah, the concierge was on a on, on Tolbert time, as we like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> it was delivered, though. It was. It was still delivered. It if was, it was, it was, it was, was going to be on my pillow. Let's be honest. It here. was. It was not on the pillow, so it, it was handed off. But we got to sit out there. We got to experience. He got to see the backyard for the yeah. first time. So when he left for um, the, Charlotte. the Charlotte, 
Cookie got a going away party with no deck and no fence. It was nothing. And now, Cookie, you have got a deck and a fence to come back to. I got banana leaves back there. I know. We can can let Cookie run free in the backyard because there is a a gate and an airplane flying over. The Varnament has everything that I've ever imagined it to have. Jasmine even like turned on the uh, the essential oil diffuser in the room last <laughs> night, so like he had some, a very nice lavender scent in the room. Did you sleep well? I, d- I did sleep well. I woke up uh, at one point um, and I saw a big ass cockroach on the side of the wall. Are you serious? I swear to God, dude! Well, did it, you I kill was just, it? Yeah, I killed it. Fuck yeah, I killed it. Big old water but it, like yeah, a big old water bug came out of that uh, that outlet right beside the bed, and I was like, oh shit, really? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck was yeah, that? Why are you telling this? Why are you telling this? I had to take one star off of the Varnament. I don't want everyone. Gonna, I don't want everyone to come here now. I, I just wanted to be. Me. I think he's so, just making this shit up at this point. He's gonna leave he's that on your Google review. You never know. Never, I don't have a cockroach problem at this you house. Do, you do not. But that that one scared the fuck out of me. I'm glad I woke up at the right time. Was he looking at you and he's like, "Who is this man?" And he's like, "What the fuck is that? The foot of the bed." I usually uh, have this place by myself. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, we we've got all sorts of new things inside the house. We've got the new tables. One, uh, you know, multiple tables here yes. in the house, and then we've got that, and and we're making it piece by piece. I've Jasmine uh, and I cleaned off the butcher's block over there, which is it actually looks like a nice table right now, except for the top, which we've got some shit on right now. But anyways, uh, Cookie. Yes. Last night, I I, I do want to apologize to you. Uh, when Cookie came over, oh. Cookie originally told me, I was like, hey, Cookie, so what are you doing as soon as you get in? He's like, man, I'm just going to, as soon as I get in, I'm going to go play some disc golf. So I didn't make any plans with Cookie for dinner last night. And I I had already had plans with Jasmine and I. We were going to my parents' house. They were having an oyster roast. The first Varnum Town oyster roast of the season. It's a big deal. And we were excited about it. And we were going to go. And as soon as Cookie got here, Cookie and I were talking, and I was getting ready to walk out the door to go to Varnum Town. Cookie let me know that his plans had changed, and no longer was the disc golf happening. And I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. And I got in the car and drove away. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) And while we're driving out of the neighborhood, Jasmine's like, why didn't you invite him? And I'm like, holy shit. Why didn't I invite Cookie to the the oysters? And I felt like shit. And the entire way, Jasmine's like, you are an asshole for doing this. We get to my parents' house. And she tells my mom. (laughs) Jasmine tattled on me to my mom. And my mom's like, you didn't invite Cookie? And I'm like, well, I didn't think about it at the time. So on the way, like as soon as we were leaving, mom made Cookie three humongous to-go plates to make up for it. Cookie last night, after he smoked a little bit, got to eat fried chicken, uh, field peas, uh, cornbread. Yeah. Uh, what? What? Uh, uh, it was that blueberry uh, cobbler, the shrimp stuff, shrimp, shrimp salad, shrimp. and uh, potato salad. So any, cookie, any absolutely delicious. There is some left in the fridge if you'd <laughs> like to finish delicious. it off. Yes, it, it was very Please good. Please kill it. Please kill that. Cookie, you, I, I apologize to you. And it's quite all right because I have a great story that I want to share with the podcast. Please do. Uh, anyway, so I was like, well, since Aaron didn't invite me, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck am I going to eat? <laughs> I was like, what's near? And didn't Close- Diane call me out too? Diane? Yeah, she was like, wait, you didn't go with them? I was like, no, I wasn't invited. <laughs> Aaron, you asshole. Anyway, I so I'm, like, I'm sorry, Diane. 
I said, what is around here? And I look on the map and I'm like, all right, there's a Hardee's nearby. I'll go to the Hardee's <laughs> right up the street. I I'm mean, de- oysters, like beautiful yeah. oysters. And he's like, and I'm desperate. A thick burger. For a, no, yeah, for a thick burger. So I get up to the window, right? Everything's normal. No one's there. Of course, it's Hardee's. They don't have clients. Anyway, <laughs> so there's, I hear something to the right of me and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And this crackhead... This lady, this heavier set lady just runs, makes a beeline towards my car and then cuts a post route. Like she's just like (laughs) running towards me and then cuts a post route. And I swear to God, she is in front of my car talking to a bush. I can't make this shit up. She was talking to a bush. I don't know what the fuck she was talking about, but she was having a passionate conversation with that bush. And then she just walks off. Right. So afterwards, I'm like, all right, well, I got food. Now I need to get beer for later on tonight and for tomorrow because the boys are coming. Right. I go to the same gas station. Crackhead lady's there. (laughs) (laughs) Crackhead lady goes behind the counter. She knows someone there. She goes behind the counter. Which gas station was this? The Speedway. What Speedway? Mr. Tobacco? No, No, the the one across the street. The one across the street. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I got you. I got you. She goes behind the counter, does something, comes back out, talks to the other lady, the cashier, who also looks like a crackhead, and then walks out, right? So I go to my car after I buy my beer, and this crackhead is out. She's outside, and she walks past me, and she's just like, hey, uh, how you doing? And I hear her say, can I have a beer? Why didn't you give her a beer? Because she walked off right afterwards. I didn't even get a chance to say anything. She was like, can I have a beer? And then she just like, oh, no, 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 never mind. I'm sorry. I'm flipping the script. I'm calling you the asshole. I'm not the asshole. She (laughs) walked off. How dare you not give a crackhead a beer? He wouldn't have been in this situation if you just took him to dinner. I would not have. (laughs) I would not have. No crackheads at the Varnum house yesterday. You would not have a funny story to tell. I wouldn't. But Aaron, does this happen normally at Sunset Park? No. None of this. This is a safe and and happy neighborhood. We yeah, always have fun. Safe ish. Yeah. Well, except for saying. that one house. But yeah, I don't know what. And doing the cat that, that we. Hey, buddy! Shout out to Bitey. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Tolbert, how was your week? Oh, I worked all week, man, and just kept an eye on the election and worked and worked and worked and worked. I took it, one night off. That's the most boring story. Mike, yeah. how was your week? Uh, not too bad. Same thing as Tilbert, but I got to go out on a nice, fancy date with my wife last night. It was nice. Awesome. Where, uh, where did y'all eat? We went to RX. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did you get the pork cheeks? I didn't know. They didn't have them. Okay. But we got some... Um, or the pork, pork ears. Pork roulettes. And then... Ah. That would be riettes. Riettes. <laughs> roulettes. Roulettes. <laughs> Only one of them's real pork. You, you know, keep <laughs> Actually, pulling the, the trigger. Is, I was like hungry and like you're trying to read this shit on your phone now because they're doing like... Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'll take the pork riblets. That's <laughs> 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 like, what? I'm like, oh, sorry. It says whatever this word is. Um, but no, we had a nice fancy dinner. I went super bougie and I was like, fuck this. I'm just like going hog wild because we haven't gone on a date in like two years. So. And how did it end? You know, me th- with me uh, tweeting memes about my drunk wife. Oh, yep. <laughs> but usually it's the other way around. Yes, yes. No, it, we had a phenomenal time. She had... The, I felt bad, but I also didn't because she told me to go golfing because she does this little run club in the morning. Right. And she got all shit-faced. And I felt bad this morning because I'm like, all right, I feel bad because you're hungover and I'm leaving you with two boys and I want to go golfing. Is that still okay? She said, "Oh, I did this to myself. You can go." I'm like, "Oh, that's that's true nice. love, I Mike." Said, yeah, she's she's amazing. Um, that's true love. You know what? She I got back from golf. I figured she'd still be kind of tying one on, and she's uh she's, she's doing better, doing great. Did she take an Alka Seltzer? Uh, no. 
Okay. Well, uh, in, in case of hangover, take Alka-Seltzer. It's a very good hangover cure, right, Cookie? It is. I saw you take one last night. I took it because of heartburn. There's a oh, difference. Oh, <laughs> uh, same thing. My bad. <laughs> anyway, so this week, uh, while we were sitting here this morning, Cookie and I... So Cookie and I, when I got home last night... Cookie and I watched a shit ton of professional wrestling. We watched, we watched a lot of Tracy Smothers promos. We watched a lot of uh, professional wrestling. We got to see Walter had a fir- his first match back with this guy named Dragunov, and they had a barn burner of a match this week, and it was a lot of fun to watch. Very violent yeah. and very hard-hitting, and, and it was a very uh, good match. I, I definitely enjoyed it. But Cookie and I were watching some stuff this morning when we got up. I cooked him some nice scrambled eggs. You didn't warn me about the chili habanero hot sauce. Though. Cookie asked for hot sauce. I, I put some hot sauce on it. It was good. But we're sitting here, and I get a text message from Jasmine. And Jasmine said, did you see? And I said, what? She said, turn on CNN. And I turn on CNN. They had called the race for the new president-elect. And it, it is pretty neat. We got to see history happen this morning. Cookie got to see it with me. We got to experience it together. You guys, it, it was exciting. What did y'all do? What did you do, Mike, when you heard it? Were you on the golf course? Uh, yeah. So, I was going so nothing. Cool. Kind of knew it was going to happen, right? I mean, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, everyone knew it was going to happen. Oh, yeah. Not maybe Tuesday, maybe not Trump. Oh, uh, well, yeah, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I know some people that didn't know. Yeah, there's, there's probably I, I know one guy still know. doesn't think it's true. <laughs> yeah, there's probably quite a few people don't think Did it's true. Did you see his text, uh, his oh tweets today? The, me- the memes have just been so amazing. They, I love this time of, that we're living in. Currently. Can we just say I love, I just want to say I love Twitter. Twitter, Twitter is God the, bless is Twitter. literally the worst thing and the best thing. Same Easily. thing with TikTok. 100%, yeah. yeah. Um, but... There, there's some great content. Very original people out there. Nate showed me a video of like the Avengers forming one. With yeah, like all, yeah. Oh, I was literally crying, laughing. It was awesome. It, it has been an, a very interesting week, especially like in in U.S. history. And you know, getting Tuesday night, I, I will tell you when when they started getting the results back, and especially when Florida was called, I was pretty like downtrodden. I was not yeah. feeling good. A little anxious. <laughs> I was like, how could this be? You know, it, I, I felt bad about it. And Tuesday night was a little rough. Uh, Wednesday morning, I woke up and I'm working from home and I'm editing some video. And I'm looking up and I'm seeing numbers climb in other places. And I'm, I'm getting a little bit more optimistic. And, you know, as the week went on, my optimism got better and better. And it, it ended up being like a, a better outlook for the future of America, I think. And this is a professional wrestling podcast. And we're... We're not political usually. I guess we are political a lot around this time. <laughs> I, I tend to lean that way. Yeah, you do too. But it, it it is a historic moment. Even if you're right wing, left wing, it is a historical moment and yeah. uh, shows that democracy should be uh, you know safe for another four years. Hey, the good guys won in the end. That's the way I look at it. Well, well, relatively, relatively, good. relatively. Good. Good. We, we don't relatively know yet, good. but it, 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 there, there's a good out. Yeah, there might be a turn at the end. We'll see. It was me, Austin. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> oh, no. All right, let's talk about some wrestling. Mike, last week you were talking about your love for the Pittsburgh Steelers. 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 And uh, you said that that your love came from uh, watching a one Kevin Green with his flowing mullet. 
and he made a big impact on a young, uh, small big Mike. Yes. So I said, Mike, I've got something in store for you. I have got a professional wrestling match with one Kevin Green against Steve Mongo McMichael, and that is your match this week. Show me what you got. All right, so Steve McMichael with Deborah McMichael and Kevin Green from the Great American Bash 1997, June 15th. Um, Moline, Illinois. That's got to be a suburb of Chicago, right? No, it has to be, right? Uh, surprisingly, only 9,600 people went to this event. Well, if, if this match was on the card, would you pay money for so it? So this is, this is my gripe with you for a little bit. Like, I watched my match... And I'm like watching it with like, all right. So Aaron literally pulled this right out the top of his head. Mm-hmm. Like he knew something up was up with this match. It's either gonna be a pile of shit or something. No, crazy. It, 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 no. it literally. But I was just like, I watched the whole thing. I was like, why, why was it? Why are you able to just recall a match such as this? Because it <laughs> it made an impact on me as a child. Uh, okay. But Cookie and I were watching it last night, and we're like, you know what? This is not very bad at all. No, like, it's no, not it bad. wasn't right, horrible. So it was get, not bad. Yeah, we get Steve and Deborah come on out. They're clearly trying to heal it up. He's yeah. got his valet and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you hear the band music. Classic, stereotypical. Um, and uh, Kevin Green runs out. Now, in my head, Kevin Green's wearing the Carolina colors, so he is clearly the heel in this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I, I, personally, I, I thought shit. those were beautiful knee pads, beautiful the trunk, very good colors, catching, you know eye what? catching. And it, it, I uh, so he's run towards the ring, and I've been burned by the Vince video and the um, who's the big tall black guy that fell under the ring at the Grand Royal oh. Rumble? <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil. Yeah, yeah, so like. Every time somebody runs at the ring, I always get worried. <laughs> right. <laughs> but Kevin Green leaps from the ground right up to the, the fucking ring. He's an athlete. He was yeah. an all-pro. Professional pro. athlete. By, by the way, meat stack Kevin Green. Yeah. This guy is jacked. Um, and this is at the end of his career, too. Like, this is the later. Was he currently playing while he was yeah. wrestling? Yeah. And we were talking. We'll talk about that in a second. Dude. All in all. I mean, they, they, start, they get right after it. And, uh, you know, Kevin Green's clearly got doing the football tackle, trying to go for that sort of thing. Um, Steve's working Kevin's knee a lot, uh, and you know Kevin's selling like a motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how yeah, yeah. you know this guy's able to do this and play football at the same time. I guess, and it's interesting to me. Uh, we said it was Great American Bash, so this was mid July. This was probably right before camp started, yeah, or maybe even camp starts right after this. But think about it, man. Like the Carolina Panthers, a, a relatively new organization at the time, investing all this money to get Kevin Green, and Kevin Green bringing more eyes to WCW, and, and like there, there's a handoff there, a symbiotic yeah. relationship, but it's also, he's a multi-million dollar investment by the Carolina which is, Panthers. Which is wild that they even let that, I mean, I'm sure there's some clause in the contracts now that like, says, oh, I'm hey, sure. you can't do that. Um, but, uh, that or like you know how much was WCW paying him for like a, a one time oh, fee? Dude, oh, they were millions. burning money left and right. Yeah. So I'm sure it was a lot of money. That's the other thing. It's like you know back in the 70s you hear about like football players having real jobs or yeah. you know uh, Jim Brown left the NFL to go do movies because he made like twice as much money. Right. Yeah. Um. But you know what's what's it worth to Kevin Green to try to do this wrestling thing? Rodman was paid like a million just to go on one episode of Nitro. 
One. That was just one really? episode. Yeah. And he was on a bunch. And he was he did it a lot. So I can tell you he made probably ten million dollars yeah. off all, of that. All I know is Kevin Green is out there whooping Steve's ass. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Up and down. And did were you familiar with Steve McMichael other than the little what bit that we've talked about, about yeah, him before? Not at all. I've heard I, the name is familiar. So we were I, I was looking at some of his stats. He he was drafted by the New England Patriots first. Then they got rid of him. He was picked up by the Bears. Ended up being an All-Pro, multiple times All-Pro. Uh, defensive lineman for the Bears. Played for the 86 Bears. And ended up being one of the best. Um, he, he's been named one of the top 100 Chicago Bears of all time. Mm. He played for Texas uh, Longhorns. And just ended up being like a really good football player. In 1995, uh, he came out to the ring with Reggie White. Re, uh, or not Reggie White. Uh, uh, Ric Flair? No, re- Refrigerator Perry. Oh, oh. When he had a match against uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. And kind of got his foot in the door in professional wrestling. And from that time forward, he was like, I really like it. He was on WWF for like two episodes, like doing some commentary with Vince, helping him out. Got kind of taken over. Like WCW reached out to him. And then he started training and became a WCW uh, color commentator. So early days of Nitro, he was a color commentator, and then he started wrestling on on the show because he was being trained by Terry Taylor in the back. So it's a pretty cool story, but then you watch a lot of Mongo stuff, and it's terrible. But this match actually looked pretty good. Again, yeah, (laughs) these guys are beating each other's ass. And uh, we get outside the ring at one point, and you see this sad old woman. You know, you know, back when we watch those uh, early clips, those you know, yeah. 70s, 80s, you know, we see a lot of old women, but we don't see a lot of old women in WCW days. And uh, turns out it's Kevin's mom. Yep. And, you know, Steve's healing it up, man. He's yelling at her. He's probably calling her a bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, but what she do? She takes her pocketbook, smacks him in the face with it. <clears throat> that That's what you got to do. It's what you got to do. And then Kevin, you know, sets the story straight, throws him in the ring, tells his mom, sit down, mom, I got this. It's okay. Uh, you know, wrestling ensues again. And uh, I will like, Kevin, he looked good. Like, literally, I've seen some garbage wrestling from people nowadays. Even, oh, I've, yeah. Even some of, like, the Telegraph shit or, like, the choreographed stuff you see on even AEW Dark or something like that wasn't, I don't think, as good as what this match was. I mean, it wasn't, like, spectacular by any means. And at one point, you know, Kevin Green hits a clothesline, Lariat throws Mongo over the top rope. Um, it's, it's looking decent. Yeah. And um, long story short, you know, they're wrestling around. There's a briefcase that's supposedly loaded with a brick. Um, Steve's. Was it the Halliburton? Did they keep calling it a Halliburton? The Halliburton case. <laughs> Steve's uh, partner in crime or some dude uh, tries to go ahead and, you know. That was hit, Jeff Jarrett. Uh, that was the guy in his match. Yeah, okay. Jeff Jarrett tries to yeah. smack Kevin Green. Uh, reverse it. Kevin reverses it. Steve hits the gets hit with the briefcase and Kevin pins him. One, two, three. There you go. Good guys win. You got to see your 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 hero, your childhood hero, I win a match. My hero, but well, yeah. he was one of them, I'm sure. Mike, did you hear what they called uh, Kevin Green's mother? Did you hear what the commentary? So, yeah, called? I, I did want to say that. So at one point, commentary. Uh, I didn't hear what they. What did they call her? They uh, called her Cheap Shot Gertie Green. Yeah, Cheap ah. Shot Gertie Green. <laughs> I did. I did catch at one point they uh, they. <laughs> They asked if she played with Kevin Green for the Steelers. Yeah. And I want to go ahead and go ahead and say that I would take Kevin Green's mother over Neil fucking O'Donnell, <laughs> who threw the fucking ball to everybody that wasn't on the Steelers. 
But anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, yeah, you know, we don't have any heat or anything. Um, but yeah, you know, <laughs> all in all, it was a good little match. All right, there you go. So, Mike, uh, what, what, going forward, we're, we're going to have to give you... On the other side of the spectrum, it would be Steve Mongo McMichael against uh, Reggie White, who is what's a, a... What's that word game where, like, the one letter ends and, like, the next one begins? We could do that with wrestling. So, it's like... An anagram or something? Like, yeah, uh, like, so, you, they, it's like a flow. So, it's uh, like, all right, Steve, right. now we'll have Steve versus somebody, and the next one will be that somebody versus somebody. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, do we, can, we can do that. We can, we can have, like, a, a stream of consciousness, uh, some, some stuff kind of weaving throughout the stuff. Uh, Mike... Tell me about social media this week. Social media. I'm going to go ahead and give Tolbert the benefit of the doubt here. I'm checking it right now. <laughs> 143. Tolbert. Yeah, climbing. Is, we climbing. Oh, you didn't we post climbing. anything. Uh, <laughs> no, he posted some over, today. I don't want to overwhelm yeah. my followers. Maybe on his personal one. Oh, it may have been on his personal one. I saw the. Yeah. No, I haven't posted shit on me. <laughs> oh, shit, Just kidding. Um, on so, the second week he rested. So, I will say... Typically, you know, I, I get on my pulpit and say we're going to tweet. We never really do. And we've kind of been stagnant at 300 and 301. We are up to 308 followers there on Twitter. There we go. Look at that. Mind you, follow us at number two dollar steak underscore because this week we had some good old content. Uh, there was a lot of content this week. I am so proud of Aaron and myself and what we were able to do and capable to do to come up with some amazing memes and gifts regarding our previous you know week in politics and that's all right sort of stuff i will say i was disappointed in the twitter and wrestling worlds that nothing really took off because i thought they were pretty funny yeah there was some funny ones um aaron well and not even mentioning one we tweeted out a picture of travis dressed as uh the rock yeah that was amazing happy birthday travis um shout out travis uh aaron had a great little like uh, that was a retweet never mind we won't talk about that um what was the retweet? The the one with the scared scared straight kid. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, the one that I thought would really go well that didn't. It only got two likes, but it got. I got a lot of um, media views. Four hundred seventy seven impressions was the thing right after Trump's little meltdown press briefing. Uh-huh. And it was a the video the gif of Dolph Ziggler saying it was as yeah. embarrassing as Goldberg in a ring. Yes. Yeah. Like what? How did that not go? Like that should have got shot. That should have uh, shot to the moon. That's right. Mul- because there's multiple layers. Dolph Ziggler is a fucking MAGA hat guy. Yeah. yeah right. Um, so yeah. Did you tag him in that? I did not. Because if you don't, if you tag people, then it's less likely to probably be seen by the general public. Oh, um, gotcha. I, you know, I talked about John King throughout like a, a picture of Maury saying that was a lie. We were doing a lot of John King tweeting this I week. Had, I had I had the steamboat flare on his flares on his knees begging. Right. Um, you know, RKO's out of nowhere. Daniel Bryan with the double championships. I was I was so happy with yeah. how I did on Twitter and yeah. Aaron as well. Aaron I, with the spostas. I, I, I had a lot of like Simpsons themed uh memes. There was one where uh do you remember Poochie? Uh oh yeah. And there was this part where Homer is trying to pitch Poochie to everybody. And he said, and when Poochie's not there, everybody else should be asking, where's Poochie? So I, I took that out and, and turned it with John King. And I said, everybody watching CNN, like, when John King's not there, everybody should be asking, where's John King? And then I did the uh, the Spostas today. So that was, you also, it was good. Uh- did a picture of Hangman getting crucified in W or ECW? Uh, so Sandman. Sandman. So it, it was that night where everybody was kind of having an uprising. There was Lou Dobbs having an uprising against Philadelphia, and everybody was kind of like talking about how 
crazy Philadelphia is and you don't want to fuck with Philadelphia. And I tweeted about how one time they crucified a baby face, a uh, Sandman, <laughs> in front of an audience, and the audience cheered. A guy was being crucified in front of them. And uh, that one didn't get much traction. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hits and shits. Oh, you got some. Okay. Well, you know, tis the season. Yeah. Um, I would like to go ahead and say thank you, Michigan. Thank you, Michigan. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What, what happened with Ohio? You won't bro. hear that a lot. Mike's flipped. <laughs> Mike flipped. Yeah, Mike flipped. <laughs> Mike I knew flipped. it. He I, turned baby face. I, I give a lot of shit to uh, the fellow Big Ten states. And, uh, you know, Ohio shit the bed. But thank you, Michigan, Wisconsin. Go Badgers. Pennsylvania. Y'all, you know, shout out to y'all. Um, you do you, except on the football field. That's right. Uh, but fuck Michigan. Okay. <laughs> okay. You, know, you know, get what I'm saying, right? It's a double flip. It's a double the flip. The whole state of Michigan's eye, but Ann Arbor can go suck up. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, shits this week. Actually, this is a tweener. I'll let you, I'll let Cookie and Varnum decide. Tolbert turned down a $20 tip yesterday because some drunk guy gave him gave an extra $20 they were bills. sitting beside me, and he wasn't drunk. He gave me an extra 20 <laughs> And, and said, I, gave, I said, hey, man, you gave me you gave me too much. Here's your 20 back. That's it? And he thought I should have kept it. You definitely should have kept it. It was oh, a $20 man. tip. No, he gave, he went to cash out, right? Yeah. He was like, here, keep the change. I was like, bro, you gave me $40, and the total is like $15. And he like, said keep the change. He said keep the change, Tobert. And I said, hey, man, do you realize you gave me $40? He's like, oh, shit. And he still left me like. Ten bucks, man. Oh, what a boy! You're a boy I scout. Know, boys. I don't know. I don't know. I, you know how many other twenty dollars tips I got last <laughs> I night? I say it's a shit. It's a lot. I know. I, I say babyface Tolbert over here. I, I think babyface yeah, Tolbert. Baby I would want Tolbert. someone to do the same for me. Thank you, Tolbert. All good, right. good job. All right. Well, in that case, we've only got one shit, and he's a giant Cheeto motherfucker, <laughs> and he lost the fucking election. Kick his ass out. Woo! Let's go. So long, you orange bitch. <laughs> <laughs> My word. The baby face. <laughs> I would have kept his $20. <laughs> Aaron, he's about to lose his job. Am I right? <laughs> he's about to lose his job. <laughs> oh, so uh, I guess uh, Donald Trump, you made big mics. Shitless. <laughs> Cookie, you have got a match again with another NFLer in the book. It is Bob Sapp against Kinsuke Sasuke. And we got two hosses Hoss. in the ring. Now, Bob Sapp was a Minnesota Viking, correct? Uh, briefly, until... What did he... Then he, he, got he got busted in trouble. For he got busted. For he, oh, that's right. He got busted for the juice. And yeah, then he, he got, became a funeral, not a funeral director, he, but he worked at a funeral home. Yes, he did. he was a, probably a digger, like digging up the like the graves. Which I can only say, like he's six five and three hundred pounds. He's a big man. He is a huge man to be at a funeral home, like and his, be working. His that is traps, terrifying. His traps are the size of pumpkins. Yes. Absolutely, like he, his traps are probably bigger than Mike's thighs. That's right. And Mike's a big man. He's yeah. six four, two two whatever. But not bigger than my thighs. 
No, definitely those thighs not. don't quit. Look at that. <laughs> you got a lot of meat stacked up on those little legs. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of meat, I haven't Pork said stacks. this in a while, but we got two big meaty men bumping meat in this match. That's right. And Bob Sapp, to me, is the black boogeyman. <laughs> Let me explain. Okay. Let me, hear me out. Hear me out. If my parents told me that that motherfucker was under my bed <laughs> or in the closet, I wouldn't have done half of the bad shit that I did when I was a kid. I would not have jumped on the bed or any of that. That man is huge. Bob Sapp's going to come out and he's going to haymaker you, son. He's gonna <laughs> fuck me up, man. But Sasuke, Sasuke, I mean, like, Sasuke stands his ground in the beginning, but you're going up against a juiced up Bobby Lashley. Like, Bobby Lashley is a big dude, but, yeah. like, someone that's bigger than him? Yeah. Fuck that. No, I don't want any parts of that man. But yeah. let's get to the countdown. Cookies, top four, number one. Number one is just utter chaos outside of the ring. Uh, Akira Hakuto, who is Sasuke's wife. That's right. Um, and a and beautiful young lady. Very beautiful young lady. But she's not better than... Um, she is not better than Bull Nakano. No. Let's be honest. No, and, and together, they, they are Cookie's uh, Asian wet dream. Yes, and you're wearing her shirt right now and disrespecting her honor. That's right. In my opinion. That's right. And, and I, if you guys follow anybody on uh, Instagram, follow Akira Hakuto. She's fun. All she does is post pictures of her and her dogs at this yes. point. <laughs> anyway, Akira Hakuto, she's outside of the ring, and she's you know rooting for her husband, as well she should. Um, she gets dragged out by her hair. But for good reason, she's a down ass chick. That's right. That's who I would want to be by my side. She sees her husband go down at the side of the ring by Bob Sapp, who just threw her out. And what does she do? She takes a kendo stick and she just starts jabbing people in the side. Just jabbing them in the fucking side. Let's go to the next one. Number two. We get some color. There, okay. There's some color with that, uh, with what goes on in the outside. There's a fucking melee outside, right? We're pretty sure he's like bleeding out of his head, like out of the back of his head, where the matchup picks up. And I mean, we get some like Muda color. Like th there's like a big ass gash in the back of his head. Uh, so Sasuke, what does he do? It does a nice crossbody to the outside, and we also get my favorite convention center chairs. Oh, oh, the Japanese convention center yeah, chairs. Yeah, yes, the unfoldable chairs just get used on side. Basically, he's just choking them out with the fucking chair. Right. Um, and it's just utter chaos. I mean, like, there's just nothing but haymakers. Bob Sapp is not a technical man. He's no Mongo McMichael, Ric Flair. He's none of that stuff. This man is just a brute force. Someone to be, someone to be reckoned with. Much like Zane Dawson, if Zane, he were here. I, I, I if think he so were too. here. Yeah, Zane Dawson would be a force to be reckoned with he if he were here. He definitely would. What about Dave, though? Dave, not as, not as scary as, as Zane, right? Oh, no, dude. Dave, you can throw it one hand. I'm not, worried about, <laughs> I'm not worried about Dave at all. <laughs> Next one. Number three. Brain Busta. Brain Busta. My favorite line from any kind of Japanese commentary. That's just right. Just to hear the Brain Buster. Because you don't see it in the States. But you, you don't. see it a lot in NJPW. Uh, I'm impressed that Sasuke got Bob Sapp up. Again, yeah. the man's 6'5", 300 Bob pounds. Sapp is massive. He is huge. And how about uh, Sasuke running into a fucking wall, a.k.a. Bob Sapp? That's right. Uh, 
And then while Sasuke's on the ground, he's trying to call the match. <laughs> and you can just see Bob Sapp just saying, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> he's trying to call, like, clothesline, drop down. Like, he's trying to do <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah. And I imagine it's just, like, his longest yard character where he just doesn't comprehend things yeah. as quickly as he should. Maybe Bob Sapp, not the, the brightest uh, uh, professional wrestler that no. we've covered. No, but he does have a fondness for little Michael. And That's I also <laughs> have a fondness for little Michael. There's nothing wrong with little Michael. Very last one. Number four. How does this match end, you ask? Well, of course, it ends with a Stan Hansen-esque lariat where the dude's run... He runs the fucking ropes and gets a head of steam like no other and clobbers my guy like Walter did Dragonoff last night or the other night. That's right. Bob Sapp goes over in this match. And for a former football guy, this wasn't bad work. No. It wasn't bad at all. It was pretty good. You know what my honorable mentions are? Bob Sapp... The only African-American to hold the IWGP heavyweight championship. That's pretty awesome, and it, it's a big deal. Yeah, and he's still the only person yeah. of color to hold that championship. That's right. Much respect to him. Again, black boogeyman, don't want any part of him. <laughs> <laughs> no parts. So he's getting five cookies and a Finn Balor. Oh, I don't okay. want that motherfucker to come after me. <laughs> all right, all right. It wasn't bad, man. The Cho Cho Chosen One. <laughs> For the high spot, uh, Tolbert, you have got. Uh, we're, we're keeping up with the the, the NFL theme, and this the, one was a little bit of a stretch. Yeah, it is a lot of bit of a stretch. Uh, you have the San Francisco 49ers match uh, between Jeff Jarrett and Booker T. Yeah, this is a 49er match. So the ring is uh, set up with four big gallo-like posts in each corner. That's right, and hanging from each post is a wooden box. Mm. Three of them contain weapons, maybe hand grenades. I don't know. <laughs> maybe snakes. We, we just don't know. One we, of them contains the WCW heavyweight belt. Mm. So first comes out Jeff Jarrett. He's been on a rampage with that old guitar of his, you know, like, like usual. And we get a little vignette of uh, a one Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern show. Beetle, beet, beet, Beetlejuice. Bad I, as bad can, yeah. that man. Um, I'm sure most of y'all are familiar uh, How would you who? describe him? Uh, <laughs> a very short man with a, a very messed up grill. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know how do you you can describe Beetlejuice without offending somebody. Exactly, he's instantly just Google Beetlejuice Howard Stern and you, you'll see him instantly recognizable. Goat, Go- one of yeah. the greatest whack packers in the history of yeah, whack pack. He, he stands at what about three feet tall? Uh, three and a half feet tall. If you ask him, if you ask him, he says. Mm, about six seven. <laughs> very 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 short man. He is wearing a Superman outfit. Jeff Jarrett is walking down the hall. He interrupts him and says, "Slap nuts." <laughs> <laughs> Jarrett's like, "Excuse me, what'd you call me?" Slap nuts. <laughs> he says it again. You slap nuts. Jarrett demolishes him with the guitar. El Cabong, <laughs> just, like, just, just just nails him, smashes him. Um, I don't know if he actually had to sell it because he just just whacked him uh howard stern said it was the funniest thing he's ever seen it's pretty funny i'm a big howard stern fan and that's pretty funny yeah so we get back to the match booker t comes out he's he's mad he's pissed both these guys have already had to wrestle that night uh that same night we had a tag team match between sting and scott steiner versus booker t and jeff jarrett Hmm. so they've already wrestled a match together i guess they had some kind of heat going um 
So here we are. So the match starts. We instantly have uh, an equipment malfunction. <laughs> right. Where Jeff Jarrett gets Irish whipped into the corner. And one of the boxes falls off of the rigging and almost hits him in the head. Yeah. That would have <laughs> been the end game of the match. Yeah. It, it would have definitely cut him open. He improvises pretty quickly and throws it into the ring, stomps it open to reveal the first weapon. What is the first weapon? A blow-up doll. Uh, is this Fatty Patty? <laughs> it is not. Fatty Patty wouldn't have fit in that box. That's right. But, um, yeah, it's a surprise. We all think it's going to be something cooler, maybe. It's not. That's pretty cool. It does distract Jarrett for Booker to get the upper hand, though. <laughs> Jarrett's like, that's my wife! <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's a little pissed. So, uh, he gets the upper hand. He starts beating on Jarrett, and this leads to uh, Booker getting the next box, which... Uh, you know, after he's power moved Jared around, he could have gone for the box a little quicker. And this is a common theme in the match. So after some power moves, Booker grabs the second box. He punches it open. And what is it? It is a portrait of Scott Hall. So, I, and I asked you the, the significance of this because we see some, some signs in the, uh, in the crowd that says, hey, where is, where is he? Hopefully in rehab. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so the, it was a, a, a nice... It's a, yeah, it's a comical spot. Yes. And, uh, and the face... Get, what, what was Booker's face <laughs> Booker's like? Booker's face, he looks at it. You can tell he's trying not to laugh, but he looks yeah. at it kind of like cookies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, mm-hmm. Um, and just then, he bashes the portrait right over Jarrett's head. Um, this calls him to flail around and brings, him, brings us to the outside of the ring where it leads us to uh, a pretty brutal announcer table spot after some uh, some chairs and wooden box remnants are brought into play as right. well. Uh, we see Jarrett get booked to uh, the announcer tables. They're yelling at him like, what are you doing, man? Go for the boxes. Like, go win this match. There's two boxes left. Yeah, but he's he's pissed. He's, uh, he's, he's riled up. He tries to uh, pile drive book on the announcer table. He reverses it, though, and delivers a pretty brutal pile driver to Jared. It, it was gross. It makes some connection. I think the table was supposed to break, but didn't. Um, we get a holy shit chant from the crowd. Jared takes a water break on the floor because there's <laughs> water bottles. Yeah. I think he had to get his head to stop from ringing and drink some water real quick. Um, well, I was watching this with Cookie. He's like, all right, that's the end of the match, right? I was like, no, we got about 15 more minutes of this. <laughs> it was a long match. Just yeah. how, man. Yeah. Um, so I, I, it's so long, I just got lost in my notes. Anyway, so we get back to the ring. Some more power moves, some more just strutting around. Um, no one's really going for the win. Book gets the upper hand and once again goes for the third box, which reveals... The coal miner's glove. That's right. Which is a steel-toed boot version of well, a glove. Yeah, it's like a loaded, it's a loaded, loaded glove. glove. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he thinks he's gonna just end it. Jarrett grabs a leg. We get the crotch spot on the corner post from the outside, just destroying Book, destroying his uh his gonads there, and he rips that glove right off to deliver a few blows to Booker to leave him in a heap. Now we think this is gonna be over. There's only one more box left. No. And we all know what's in that yeah, box. Yeah, we know what's in that box. It is going to be the WCW Heavyweight Championship. Well, Jarrett decides to go to the well about 15 more times. Of with course. This. Yeah. <laughs> of course. And we get some uh, some solid back and forth between the two. We even get a sleeper hold spot in the middle of the ring with the uh, the hand count, the one, two, three, which doesn't really make much sense because you right. have to get the belt to win this. Uh, but we have some back and forth sleeper holds. Then we get to uh, book signature moves. Um 
The bookend. The bookend. We see a power slam, which he reverses uh, from Jarrett trying to do a coal miner spot off the top rope. We get the guillotine, or excuse me, the axe handle kick. All right. And we get a little uh, spinnerooski from Spinneroonie. Yeah, Spinneroonie. Excuse me. And he's exhausted at this point. I was surprised he was even able to pull us off. It's the second match of the evening. They've been going back and forth pretty hard. As goofy as the match was and as uh, much shit went wrong, these guys were really selling, really working, and hitting each other hard. But he pulls it out. And we get to some more back and forth between the two. That right? doesn't finish them off. So, Jarrett gets the upper hand, stuns, but goes for his guitar on the outside of the ring. Uh-huh. But it won't come out. Something keeps tugging it back from him. He can't figure it out. Like it's not coming on. out from under the ring? No, no. Like it's hung up on something. Okay. He's, he's perplexed. At one point, he just goes, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go for the box. Finally. I don't know why I didn't do this 10 minutes ago. Yeah. As he goes for the box, you think he's going to grab it and get the belt. Out from under the ring comes Beetlejuice. Super beat. Yeah. Climbs up and just delivers brutal punches to uh, to the Gooch area. <laughs> like, these were good. And we were these watching were good it. punches. And Aaron goes, I don't think anyone smartened him up. No, 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 no. He, he, he straight taint punches. He was punching hard. And at one point, he leaves his hand up there. I think he gets caught. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like he, oh. he was punching. And I think Mark, uh, Mark, whatever the guy, Madden, Mark Madden says... Hey, he's using his testicles as a punching bag. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bullock delivers the phantom side sweep kick to knock him outside the ring to uh, grab the belt. But right before he does, Beetlejuice delivers a, a, a pretty good splash from, yeah. the, from the curtain. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it did much, but it, yeah. it, it, it was there. It, it, it was something. Uh, Book goes to grab that last box, but as he does, the belt falls out of the box to the outside. He doesn't realize that he's trying to punch the box open. But it's, it's just laying there on the ground. It's, yeah. it's a mess all around. Yeah, it is. But he gets the belt. Uh, ding, ding. He's the heavyweight champ after a long night of wrestling. Um, we see some commotion from the outside. In comes Scott Steiner with a metal pole. Just bashes old book, man. Starts beating him. And then you see Jarrett get some revenge on Beetlejuice. He picks him up. And he just kind of military tosses him. <laughs> Up into the air, he catches the top rope and tumbles into the ring, <laughs> just like a sack of potatoes. And you think that was your favorite spot of the whole match? It was hilarious. You laughed out loud? Until Scott Steiner grabs Beetlejuice and puts him in the camel clutch, and that's the closing shot for the, Monday Night Nitro that night. The Steiner <laughs> recliner on, uh, on, on yeah. Beetlejuice's face. Yeah, One of the saddest moments in WCW is, history. Uh, you think he's going to just enjoy that spotlight, but no. Scott Steiner? What a jerk. Yep. Very 2000s WCW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me with that haiku. Let's do it. It's Mr. Slap Nuts. <laughs> beetle juice up in that taint. <laughs> that beetle got clutched. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for listening to yeah. another episode of $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. Guys, I think it is about time for we're, us. We've got to settle a score here. We, we, we have heard some shit talking in the past few weeks about basketball and I think today is the day that we get to uh, stretch our legs a little bit. It is an outdoor. It is a beautiful day here in Sunset Park. We are going to play. We hit the streets. Some two-on-two basketball. And uh, hopefully it'll work out uh, to my favor. I'm Listen, gonna... all I got to say is that Mike and I are about to fuck both of y'all up. Oh, all right? okay. All Mike's right. dunking on you, you and I'm it. laying up the alley. I'm hitting them high. Aaron's hitting them low. 
And uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> is, that, is that it? Is that it? Talking about the rim there? Yeah, I don't know which one he's talking about. Thank you, you for listening. Space Jam song? Oh, hit him yeah. high, hit him high, hit him high, hit him yeah, high. Yeah, that was you the Monstars. That was the Monstars theme. <laughs> Thank you for listening to $2 Steak. Hey, go buy Cookie Shirt Wrestling Podcast.